Welcome to the Contrarian AF Christmas Eve podcast. Uh, we're going to take a little break from our uh, FU Money series, which we're super excited about. And uh, some of you seem to like it, so we're going to keep on with that in the new year. Um, but this is a fireside chat. We know that you're going to be spending the next 24 to 48, maybe the whole weekend with your family doing stuff like listening to podcasts, not necessarily with your family, but with your earbuds in as you scroll through everyone's Christmas photos on social media. And so we're grateful that you might consider us as part of your entertainment uh, as part of maybe your learning for this season. And around this time every year, we're all doing an inventory. Uh, we're all seeing how the year went, um, what we learned, what we're missing, what we missed, and what we might be missing going forward. And that. That's the contrarian AF question, or one of them, is, like, what did I get wrong? And, like, let's have a real, real big leveling on that. And we're going to do that exercise with you in real time right now. Because we did get a lot wrong um, while on balance and... 99% of the things we dropped here, especially in the moment, and that's why we're so grateful for this technology, is that we have a record of how we saw things throughout this entire year from day one of the COVID hoax um, that was part of a much bigger movement uh, that we also nailed and got quite accurate quite an accurate read on way ahead of the curve uh, so this podcast and and these podcasts especially from this time last year and for the first several months of this year are something that we look forward to having for the rest of our lives because we will always remember how we showed up this year during a very difficult year for all of us Um, and so that is our tribute to ourselves actually and will be a tribute to ourselves and hopefully our kids and our grandkids when we're long gone um was how we responded and how we thought, how we thought about this year as it unfolded in real time. Now, with that said, with with us giving ourselves a nice pat on the back, uh, what did we we not see? Okay, first, we rounded the corner of 2019 with huge blind spots because we didn't ask ourselves this question enough, what am I missing? What am I missing? We were very, very high on ourselves. Our ego had gotten very, very large. Our spiritual ego, our material ego had gotten huge. 
uh, rounding at, at this time last year, you know, for sure. We were in prime physical health. We were doing pretty well financially. Uh, we had an amazing woman in our life. Um, and that was a big blind spot. You know, the relationship was a big blind spot, huge blind spot. Um, and was the, along with everything else that went down this year, that was the part that we did not or were unwilling to acknowledge the, what might be wrong with that, what might be wrong with that intimate relationship and our most important relationship as we rounded the corner into this year. Uh, because there were some obvious things that we just weren't willing to look at at the time. And they were what those things, not looking at those things, caused us the greatest amount of pain this year. But again, everything for a reason. Without that level of pain, we would have not had the level of awakening that we had. And the level of awakening is, is not just professionally and politically what happened in the world this year. It was what was going on with us internally so that we could see things clearly and have an honest reckoning with ourselves. And it's very, very easy and linear. Actually, it's still not easy and linear, but a lot more easier and a lot more linear in hindsight. But as we were going through it, it was incredibly, incredibly difficult. And this was the most challenging year of our lives, like it was for a lot of you. Now, thankfully, God's grace, God's grace, we got to go through our difficulty early in the process, early in the year. And that's a product of seeing things clearly. Finally, we were able to go crazy pretty early on. And then we were, we were able to finally get help around that professionally right in the middle of the year. And we were able to kind of start to come out of it from going from feeling 10 out of 10 all the time, and you can listen to some of those podcasts, to being less than zero, to being at a point where we never thought we would, we might not ever feel better again, to a point where we might have said to ourselves, wow, this is my life now. I'm just not going to feel very good anymore. Right, And that was part of it. We needed to, to really, really bottom out. Um, and so what we don't want to have happen this year, we want that to be the bottom. And we spent months and months and months there. And until we let go of the idea that that was going to be the bottom, uh, we were stuck there for a while. And so what we don't want to have happen is we don't want to be blind to anything like we were last year going into this next year. It's hard. It's going to be hard because what we didn't know about the world, what we didn't know about ourselves, this is the Great Awakening right now. We're in it. We're deep in it. This whole year has been about that. That, that will carry over into the, the 2021 but we, we are entering the year in a much more humble place. And that's where God wanted us. We had it all a year ago on paper. 
from the outside looking in. And even on the inside, because we weren't really honest with ourselves about our past, about our traumas, about our current relationship, about even the state of the world. We didn't know. And because of that, we were walloped and blindsided. And a lot of that is hubristic, meaning we, didn't, we just weren't humble enough. We talked a good game, but we needed that humble pie. And man, did we get the, the biggest serving of humble pie we ever had, have had in our life this year. And I know a lot of you can relate to that. And I know a lot of you are suffering right now. We knew that. As we were suffering, as we were really struggling, and through God's grace, we never got to the point where we thought about self-harming. We just didn't go there. Like that was where, when, when God would step in and say, no, you're not even, we're not even going to put those thoughts in your mind. But we did think about, we thought about thinking of those things. We thought about, we were wondering and grateful why we weren't going there. And we were saying to ourselves, wow, if this lasts any longer... We might, have, we might start having those thoughts, and that was really scary for us. And then slowly but surely, in four to five months of, of deep inner work and therapy and having professional help and having great friends and having a great support system around us, um, we've, we've, we've come out of it, and we can sit here now with a lot of confidence and saying that we're better than we were when we started this year. We have different metrics now. Thank you, Mark Manson. He's definitely, he was definitely our, our new writer, um, self-help kind of guy of the year, for sure. Um, we have new metrics in how we measure our happiness. You know, looking back last year, we didn't even know what our metrics were. We thought we had metrics, but we, because we hadn't addressed all this childhood trauma and all these coping mechanisms, and we hadn't processed any of this stuff with the, the miracle treatment of EMDR, we really had one metric, and that was our relationship. Yes, money mattered, but we, we kind of, like, on a day-to-day level, we had that figured out. Um, our physical well, wellness, yeah, we talked about that all the time. We were on the carnivore diet. Uh, we were high on life. You know, again, part of trauma. Manic. That was manic feeling. So all that really mattered and all that we felt like we wanted to get under control, to try to control even this aspect of our life, which is the, the least controllable of the three main things we want in life, optimal health, uh, money, and relationships. The relationships are the one that really we have no. We have so little control because it involves another person. Uh, We can only control ourselves. And if we look back at this time last year, really all that mattered to us was the state of our intimate relationship. or our social state. So we could, we've created a category for that. We believe that's hugely important. But now that's one of five different categories and they all have equal weight. And the new categories are pretty simple. 
Physical health. Emotional health. Okay, and the emotional health encompasses all the therapy and all the work that we did this year. To move from looking back, we were probably like at a two or two or a three to an eight right now. We're a healthy adult. When before we were a wounded child. And that's the biggest move, and that's the biggest improvement for us this year. Connected to that is our spiritual health. It's all connected. But our spiritual health is our emotional health. Our spiritual health is now, I think even we, we were strong spiritually, but it was layered on top of an emotional state that was unsustainable. This mania or lack of feeling other feelings. This pushing away of depression and sadness. But we moved from about a seven, we got, we're up to about an eight in that category. And then the last two, you know, one is sexual or romantic, or as I guess I get older, more family health. That's the fourth category. It's only one category. And it is the one category where we're going to downrank ourselves from where we're standing right now in this moment versus where we were standing in the, in the beginning of the year because we were in a relationship. Now, it was the wrong relationship. And by the way, Bay and I and Vanessa and I are very good friends. We had a great um, chat this morning. But we weren't, we were perfect for each other in the moment that we were together, for the time we were together, because we needed to break up and learn all the things that we're learning now via the breakup. So that the next time, the next time we can both be in healthy relationships because our relationship was not healthy. That said, the beginning of this year, it was a, you know, a seven or an eight. You know, we were tracking to get married, and right now I am solo. I mean, I've been dating, but, uh, and, I, and, I, and I actually, on my best days, I'm not really interested in jumping into anything right now, in my best moments. Sometimes in my moments of weakness, I want that. But mostly I'll just give myself a five for that right now. But it's only one metric instead of it being the metric. And finally, the fifth metric is financial health. So financial health and your relationship status, which, which were probably my only two metrics previously with, with it heavily weighted towards relationship status, you know, 90% relationship status, maybe 10% financial health in service of the relationship, right? But the, my financial health was only so that I could maintain the level, in quotes I'm going to put, of relationship that I wanted. So now uh, by, by not downranking it, but just making it one of five different things, Right? I, can, I can say unequivocally by that 
standard, I'm at a much better place. And I just did them all one through 10, all five from one to 10. I just did it this morning. And uh, I averaged it. And it's, uh, I moved from, from, from the beginning of this year, I moved from, uh, from about a five and 5.4 to a 7.2. Just a humble, modest 7.2. And I'd like to get to a nine. I'd like to get to a nine. That's my, that's my objective. Across those metrics, I'd just like to get to a nine. And that's not that big of a move, right? That's not that big of a move. The cool thing, though, is you can, you can have one of those five things. Let's just say them again. Emotional health, spiritual health, physical health, romantic relationship health, and financial health. You could have one of those things that's not working. Like that's below five. That's like a three or two. But if you're, if you're clicking on the others, you're going to have a good life. You're going to have a really, really good life. Much better than most. And if you can get all those going, you're going to have a great life. So... What I like about it is it's just kind of, it's, it's honest, right? It's a more honest assessment, much more honest this year than it's ever been. Um, and it allows for non-perfection, right? If you're one metric, if 90 plus percent of your happiness is based on your relationship like mine was a year ago, as embarrassing as that is to say, um, then, then wow, that's a lot of pressure. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure for any particular person and too much pressure for yourself to maintain, to maintain that. And it's a recipe for disaster. So what are some of the things, what are some of the things that we can do to just... Right? Because if we're, we're doing pretty well in most of those categories right here, thank God. And it's all God's grace. Right? So, so what, are, what are some of the things we can do? Because our work ethic and what we decide to do and how we look at things and how we think and a lot of things that, that we can control, God has given us the control to do that. Right? We're not bypassing on any of this stuff. At the end of the day, it's all His will. It's all grace, not works, but he does give work ethic and he does give free will. So what can we do to move the needle? Just a little bit. Well, emotional health is that. The first thing is just to know for us is that we always have help available. Now, we're not actively working with a therapist, but we're still actively doing our EMDR exercises every morning with our meditation. And just know that we're not done yet. Like, we're not done just because we're not actively working with the therapist. So we're not done. You know, there's still stuff that's coming up that is not necessarily about this moment. Right? And that's what trauma therapy really helps us do is it's like it allows us to have all the feelings that we, we, we should be feeling as a healthy adult. But those feelings are not as loaded, don't come all preloaded 
from the past. And so it's just really, it's just noticing that when we, we, you know, we were a little bit sad this week. Partly that was we were a little bit under the weather physically. Um, So, but we were a little bit sad and kind of like assessing our year, although we were super, super grateful and felt fully, wholly in a much better place than where we actually started this year in our blind kind of manic state that we started the year. Um, But that, that feeling of relief and that feeling of like wholeness and feeling better, that like had already kind of happened. Like we, like about a month or two ago, we're like, wow, we actually are a lot better than we started the year. And so we kind of settled into this, this, what might be an old, yes, what is an old pattern of, of being a little bit melancholy and sad in that we were for the most part by ourselves for most of this season, which, you know, if we look back at our lives, it's, it's, it's pretty mixed in that regard with, with are we, do we have a partner during this time period? But that's an old metric, right? That is 100% an old metric that like, oh, it's a good year if I'm with somebody over the holidays. It's a not a good year if I'm alone over the holidays. And that was a legit metric we had. And so we stopped ourselves and we didn't go down the, the black hole that was familiar and that we that we at times wanted to to go down. And I know there's a lot of you listening that can relate. And so what I want to say is it's okay to go down those black holes if you choose to, not just because you think you deserve to or you're supposed to. If you don't want to go there, you don't have to. You know, we felt that after everything, this, this whole year, and feeling a little bit run down and having some time totally to ourselves, we felt like, yeah, you know what? It might be nice to just let these emotions, which we've, we've fully embraced for the past several months, to have like one last kind of emotional happening. And, it, and we did, we did that. Like one last cry, right? About all of this, about this year. And it's not like we held back previously. We had gotten most of that stuff out. In fact, we probably cried out a lifetime worth of tears. We cried for our childhood. We cried for a lot of stuff we missed. We cried for the opportunities we missed. We cried for the relationships that never happened. We cried for the relationships that, that didn't work. We, we cried for all the times we spent on our own where we didn't really want to nor need to. We cried for our isolation. And we did that throughout the course of this year. And we just wanted to maybe do that one more time. And the interesting thing is when we decided that we were going to go and just let ourselves do that this past week, it really was very difficult to, to, to kind of to stay there for more than a few moments. Like the tears just weren't coming they came, but they, they came, but they didn't come like they had come in the past, this past year. And so, good, it's over. Going forward, continue to work on, on that component. The emotional health will inform everything else. The spiritual health is informed by the emotional health. So keep working at that. We do all the right things spiritually. So we're just going to start to continue, as we have done this year, to do them 
for the right for the right reason with a lot of love in our heart and a lot of compassion in our heart right not just because from the top down we think this is what we ought to be doing morally this is what we ought to be doing ethically no none of that top down stuff anymore how does this feel and we used to discount that how does this feel because your feelings my feelings weren't important and in a lot of ways that's true but once you kind of start to get some once you get in touch with some of these feelings with your with your full range of emotions and you have some autonomy in where and when you decide to feel certain things allowing yourself to feel things you might not have allowed before once you start to do that you really become a more authentic and whole person so to continue to feel all the feelings emotionally and that will inform us spiritually and that will move the needle on both physically um you know we've we've really changed up the the food in the last uh month or so doing this contrarian af cleanse and we feel fantastic um We have a lot of that on lock. We haven't been exercising very much this past month. So, we we just we have this we have this desire to start doing some more strength training type of stuff. Uh but nothing too radical or nothing too new on that end. Our physical health is 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 quite close to optimal. I mean, that started the year at probably 7 and it's probably 8 right now. So, um we're going to that that will probably be the least we'll put the least amount of uh thought or 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 effort into the physical component um and it was stuff in the past that we had like dedicated the, uh, an incredible amount of energy to to so this year probably less of that the okay so now we're on the now we're on the romantic the 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 relationship health um continue to just be more vulnerable and to tell the truth and ask for what we want and do all the things we've been doing um and just not waste people's time and not dance around stuff and relate to people in a, in in now from a place that's actually honest and we believe that if we can we've had a lot of we've actually had a lot of fun doing that we've had a lot of fun with kind of like being very clear in the beginning as to what our intentions are in in relationships um and being very honest about what we what we're able to to offer and what we're not able to offer which we'd never done before so if we can we know that if we can just keep doing that 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 will take care of itself um and then financial health is we've we've already done all kinds of moves on that in the last couple of months including uh we get dressed up we get dressed up for business 6 days a week and um the, there's there's uh you know we're in dress pants right now we're in a dress shirt right now we've got our we got our money vest on and we are looking at all of our stuff every morning and we're just seeing where we're at and we're using that information our balance sheet to help us get into flow state for the day 
So if something's doing particularly well, right, we'll talk about that thing. If something's not doing very well, well, let's look for some other opportunities arising. So this year we're humble. And this year we're hyper aware, as we were in the beginning of the year, when all this stuff, when this event began to unfold in front of us, is that now that we have squared away ourselves, not completely, we're never done, but we knew and we still know that now it's time for us to help other people. So we want to help. We hope this podcast is, is, is healing for some of you. Um, as it has been for us. And we want you to know that you're not alone and that this is a process right now. This is, this is the hard part. The hard part is waking up and seeing things clearly. And we promise you that it gets better. But you have to go through it. And we're not going to make promises saying that it gets better and your whole world is better quickly. You know, it's taken us really nine months, 10 months. It will probably take a full year for most of the, of the healing, 90% of the healing for a lifetime, for a lifetime of trauma and coping. But a year one year of, of your life to get free is worth it. Doesn't feel like it when, it's in, when you're in it. Does not feel like it when you're in it. But when you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and we're seeing it, um, you're just going to start sprinting and running towards it. And it is there. And it doesn't mean it doesn't get worse before it gets better. But it will get better. This is Brian. This is the Contrarian AF podcast broadcast. Thank you for spending some time with me this Christmas holiday season. And we'll be back um, in 2021 or maybe maybe uh, right before 2021 with the FU Money Part 2. Have an amazing, incredible Christmas or holiday. I love you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Good night.